Do you buy your thumb medicine? Is that a challenge? Do you buy your thumb medicine? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Do It or Else podcast. I'm Dustin, one of your hosts. Joined with me is Ryan. That's right, I'm Ryan. Hey, Dustin. This, if you're just listening for the first time, thank you. You're awesome. Thanks. We appreciate you clicking the link and listening to us. This is the Weekly Challenge Podcast, where every week we try to push ourselves through personal challenges and learn a little bit of something about ourselves and the challenge itself. This week, I learned a lot about myself and my anatomy and... (laughs) how badly I want to touch my anatomy when I start thinking about my anatomy. Does that make sense? That's true, man. Did you have any idea that this uh, challenge was going to be so timely? Mm-mm, no. So the challenge this week I've... was don't touch your face. Yeah. Uh, and normally we don't like talk about the time of year much or like what's going on in the world all that much on the show. But what is what is the day right now as we're recording? Yeah. It's a March 17th, St. Patrick's Day, and no one is hanging out together, getting drunk. Everyone is drinking alone today. Yeah, are you under quarantine, man? We're doing a little self-imposed quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I work remotely, so it doesn't really change me and what I do day-to-day all that much. Uh, Casey, she works at uh, the University of Georgia, and she doesn't go into work, and I think uh, classes are... Um, going to be online for the rest of the semester, from what I understand. Okay. From my my the the news on the beat here. Okay. In Athens, Georgia. I oh, know cool. the governor canceled all public schools until yeah. further notice, or yeah, until the end of the been, month. Excuse me. You've been me. kind of out of the loop, um, man. You've been on vacation. Kind of a weird time to go on vacation. So here's a quick thing. I went on vacation. I did my penance. I wore my sign throughout the airport. <laughs> yeah, last week's challenge. And. I, I, yep, I apologize for being a wuss, but this week I braved the elements. It and looked went, good. It was a lot of fun, man. I went skiing in Idaho, and what we uh, got to do was actually ride out the very last bit of the ski season because it started to get really coronavirus heavy with closings and delays and cancellations and stuff. So we were, we skied, um, in Idaho, on a small mountain called Grand Targhee, very mm-hmm. small. But then we went over to Jackson Hole, and oh, then Wyoming. we got to, yeah. So it's right on the border. So it was just a forty-five minute drive to okay. where we were at. So, um, but you know, very isolated areas, except for Jackson Hole, which crams you into these uh, really tight one hundred person gondolas. They're like buses on wires, right? And so it's all contained, and they started running those at half capacity. And the buses were at half capacity. So they had taken some precautions, but the next day it snowed like 20 inches, something like that. And they oh, had wow. to close it. So oh, they no. had amazing they amazing conditions. Amazing but they, snow, but they had to they, close. They canceled. Yeah, they closed because yeah. all of Vail Resorts closed. Um, pretty much all the skiing operations on the West Coast all just were like, okay, we're done. Close wow. it. So we got the last days of the ski season right before they close it and oh, it looked our last beautiful. day you're lucky oh yeah our last day super lucky we got nine inches of fresh snow yeah. for all my snowheads out there dude we were just getting pitted man so pitted so pitted well, but it was good. good but i 
and we did this hand washing and I don't want to talk too much about my experience because we did hand washing. Oh yeah. We have a special guest on today's show. There's going to be a doctor on later guys. Yeah. So (laughs) we're, we're real, we're real excited, but we did not plan the coronavirus outbreak to line up with our podcast schedule with that. That was not our goal. We are not the new world order. We are just two regular guys podcasting. And this was a challenge. We didn't do Corona. We didn't do COVID. Yeah, it's not our fault. Well, I'm glad you're having a good time. Um, I lost my job. They they closed the restaurant, so I don't have a job now. For good or just for current conditions get better? Well, until current conditions get better, but nobody knows when that's going to be. Yeah, indefinitely. Yeah, Yeah, indefinite. So I'm at home quarantine, Courtney. I, got that, I just got that news like a, an hour or so ago. Um, oh, and, wow. And Courtney is working from home today or indefinitely yeah. now, too. So at least right. she has a job. So we'll be OK here. But um, sure. Yep. Time to start using those savings, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Time to, you know, break out your camping stove, start cooking <laughs> outdoors, save money on bills. That's true. Yeah. Don't want um, to knock up that collect- gas bill. Collect rainwater and filter that with your stove. <laughs> Think, yeah, yeah, things are, it's, things are it's, getting desperate. <laughs> things are getting things are you know things are getting desperate. I'd say things are getting um, interesting. But yeah, but we don't. I mean, you and I are not experts. We don't really know. We uh, are not experts. That's why we're, we're bringing an expert in. We're bringing in an expert. But what we're saying is like this is something that. The layperson is getting their opinions from the talking heads, and we need to be listening to the cooler, level-headed doctors that know what the hell they're talking about. Yeah. So I mean, if we're, you we're bringing hear, we're bringing that to you. If you want to hear my freaked out opinion, seriously, no joke, because I don't. I hesitate to say this, but I think August is it how long we'll be in quarantine. Yeah, they're saying right now six weeks. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything. Don't listen to me. But my yeah. feeling is August. Well, have you seen the the timetables of the not to freak you out the Spanish flu pandemic of nineteen eighteen? I have not seen their timetables. But that was like during so, a war. There's like very different circumstances. Different circumstances, but uh, viruses still behave similar. They just change for the times. But like the the graph and the way that they talk about how like. The winter time, they saw a spike, uh, one to two, three months. You know, gets bad, and then it comes back. Like there's a second wave. Right. So your okay. August, your August prediction could be true um, if we don't, you know, change our everyday behavior and start. And it seems. I mean, it seems like uh, just this week we have um, the restaurants are closing. Uh, the grocery stores, there's already been, a, you, you've just come back from the grocery store, haven't you? I did. And it was interesting seeing what was taken and what wasn't taken. Yeah. Like there were a lot of vegetables left, like good vegetables. Yeah. Um, tons of produce. And, and, I've got tons of yeah, produce and, right now. And like frozen, like uh, lots of frozen seafood. So oh. like if, if there was, um, I don't know, so, a situation where like we got to get food and there's. You can't get anything. You're going to get like the healthier, expensive foods, um, 
fresher foods. Yeah. And like the weird the weird fruits and vegetables people don't know how to cook. Yeah. So like fr- a lot of bok a lot of bok choy. Yeah, a lot of radishes. Like a lot of things with the root or the the grasses still on top of the vegetables are left. Uh, wow. it's it's crazy. But yeah, but all the yeah, frozen just, food's gone. When I went all the bread was gone, all the meat was gone. Yeah. All the we, cereal we, was I gone. Got... All the pasta was gone. The pasta sauce. Oh, I'm yeah. sure it's coming back in the toilet paper, of course. Yeah. But like... I think that, and that's totally different based off of the population density. Where, where you live, like if there was a food shortage and Atlanta got canceled, got shut down or whatever, mm-hmm. like it's all going to be gone so fast. Um, and in, probably in a violent way. Um, <laughs> no. When, yes, Everybody's because cool, it's so different. No, I mean, why are you why are you guessing that we're more? Violent? I'm saying it's population density. Period. No, I think you guys out in Athens are the violence more violent ones. You're talking out your ass. You don't know what you're talking about. I think I do. I think I I I think uh, when when I was in Idaho, I saw a complete uh, 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 blank canvas of the ability to stay within. 15 feet of it anyone easily not breathe not breathe in anyone else's air oh stay outside of 15 feet yeah it's it's super easy to just like get what you need and just i don't know point well that's what it was like when i went to the grocery store yeah but like there was nobody um, around when i went to the grocery store no one no one around so yeah go ahead i think after the first Make your After the first rush. City. I don't know, man. You're just like saying things. I don't know what you're talking about. I think you're imagining a kind of panic that is not happening. Uh, because I think people are, I mean, it, people say it all the time, but people people are generally good. Um, it's generally people's behavior is to like be decent and kind to one another. And I think I'm seeing a lot of that, much more than like, pandemonium or people freaking out people are staying home they're doing what they're told and they're they're waiting you know people are closing their successful businesses to protect other people i think i think that's what i'm seeing i'm not seeing like freak outs i don't know man like people people fight through fight through wars i mean for years and years uh you know the country can be behind a war and suffer greatly personal like harm i mean like the the london blitz is the germans were bombing london those people kept going to their, their jobs and doing what they were supposed to do and suffered and just kept going because we know it's the right thing. And I think that's what we're seeing out of people, honestly. I think that's great. Your grandparents had to call to war. You're being called to sit on your couch. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Really, it's, it's... really good like depiction of like... Yeah, and I, un- I totally understand where your head is at because, I mean... Like the mind wanders with this kind of thing, especially now that we're staying at home. Like, mm-hmm. uh, and then like people's finances are getting really rough, and like the mind goes a lot of places. But like, you have to remind yourself that like most people are like you, and you're a decent person, and you wouldn't hurt somebody over a gallon of milk. And like, no. there's plenty of food. Those th- so th- like, I I don't see any um, food shortages in Europe right now, where things are a lot worse, and people seem mm-hmm. to be behaving so. Yeah, it's that sort of thing. Like this is this is the thing we're supposed to do, and it seems like, for the most part, in the last day or so, and it's so weird how quickly it's happening. But in the last day or so, people have, like started taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah, crazy, <laughs> crazy. All right. Well, I, I think hey, that's enough of our dumbasses. Let me take the tinfoil hat off. <laughs> 
and let's let's talk let's talk to a, a doctor. All right, guys, we're back, and this time we've got some real firepower. Uh, I'd like to introduce Dustin and everyone. This is uh, Dr. Michelle Cora Sedgwick. Hey, Doc. Hi. Yay. <laughs> thank you for having me. Uh, thank you so much for coming because we are fully ignorant. Uh, if you could, we've already been talking a little bit, and if you could have heard the start of the show, we have. Um, no clue what's going on or what we should be doing. Right, well, Dustin? I don't think you're alone. Yeah. <laughs> and let's be specific. We're talking about the coronavirus. C-Void-19. Is that right? Correct. Okay. So, Michelle, you are a doctor of... I'm going to get it wrong, but I thought... I think it's like immunologist? Is yep. that what you are? Yep. Allergy and immunology. Yes. And so that seems to be important in this context to me. Am I right? It is. Um, I would say infectious disease is more involved. Like if you, uh, a lot of times when you're seeing a doctor commenting, they're going to be an infectious disease specialist. Uh Um, My, I do deal with a lot of immune deficiency. So we're very worried about those patients, but um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, So what, what the heck, what is COVID-19? What is a virus basically like? like million mile uh, up in the air, like what are we dealing with here? Right. So um, COVID-19, it's a, a new strain of, um, so coronaviruses are a big group of viruses that um, commonly call cause uh, the common cold, basically. So it's this whole big group of viruses that... Um, we have already had a lot of exposure to, and this is a new strain coming out of that Wuhan, China. Okay. That apparently nobody yep. really has had what we would call, what I would call immunologic memory, where their immune system really doesn't recognize it and have much immunity to it. So that's why we're seeing these really severe effects. Oh, so if this had been around for years and years, like our bodies would be able to handle it better than they currently are? Right, right. Exactly. And is that the reason it's so uh, contagious? Is there like, why is this seemingly more contagious than other things? Or is it not? It is. It Well, it seems to be. So the whole thing about the unfortunate um, thing about this COVID-19 is that we don't know much about it, I guess because it is a new strain. So mm-hmm. that's something that we're realizing now. So at first, you know, everyone was saying this is just the flu. Well, now it seems like it is much more infectious than the flu. It can be much more severe than the flu in certain age groups. That makes a big difference. So, um, yeah, as of now, it is absolutely much more infectious um, than most of the uh, illnesses that we deal with. Jeez. Michelle, I've got a question. Yeah. Um, and maybe if maybe a few questions. So you did mention certain age groups, and we had been told that you know it's to the older people in the eighties, um, you know they're more at more risk to getting the the secondary illnesses because the coronavirus causes sicknesses that lead to pneumonia and then infections in the lower lungs. If I've if yes. I understand 
correctly. And then specifically the Nailed coronavirus. Nailed it, dude. Good job. Right. <laughs> and this one is a, a, a uh, modern treatment resistant strain. So typically what they would do to fight off the initial like upper respiratory infections and bronchitis and stuff like that, that's not working. And it's it's becoming it goes from upper to lower, and that's when the people die. Uh, and it, it, am I correct that now they're learning that people in their like forties and fifties are also at risk who smoke? So those risk levels are the same as elderly people. Is that right, or am I just hearing? Yeah, that's. Uh, I would say that's t- pretty correct. So um, it seems that age alone is a factor. So. Um, the rates start going up really once you're over the age of 50. Um, over 80 is by far the most um, impacted and the the most at sure. risk, but it really increases with each decade starting at 50. Um, and um, what, now I'm forgetting what else you said. Oh, so as far as the, the pneumonia part. So, right, so viruses are different than um, bacteria. They're, um, so those can both be um, associated with pneumonia. What this, uh, what COVID-19, its most severe um, symptom that it causes is what we call, is basically it causes your lungs to almost fill up with fluid so that it can't um, transfer oxygen effectively. Mm. So when we say pneumonia, it, I wouldn't necessarily call it pneumonia. It's called ARDS or A-R-D-S, where the lungs are filling up with fluid. And that's why um, with older, with people in, um, that are either over the age of 50, 60, 70, 80, or have lung disease, like even asthma, COPD, um, any other lung disease, and also diabetes, those patients are more susceptible to developing that severe lung, uh, lung symptom and then being dependent on ventilators. And that's really where the, why this disease is turning out to be so severe in that ventilators are... Um, they're in short supply, you could say. It's a scarce resource. Yeah. Right. So it's a scarce resource. Right. Exactly. So uh, if we, and these patients sometimes require multiple days, long, long stays on the ventilator. So that's what, um, what the problem is where these, uh, like Italy, for instance, they were running out of ventilators <clears throat> and they were having to decide who, who is able, who has the most, you know, maybe the least comorbidities or the least other diseases, who's the youngest and deciding who gets to go on the ventilator because it was so limited. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of brings up my next line of questioning, just sort of where you are. I mean, we're in Georgia, but you're in Louisiana, you're in New Orleans. Right. Um, what sort of are your, what's happening daily? What's changed from last week to this week? What does next week look like for you guys? Like, personally what's what's your life kind of been like Mm -hmm. it's i would say that um as someone i work with who's actually working in the icu they were saying that they really understand what exponential means because things are literally changing it almost feels like every 12 hours at lately for the past few days um but i would say just to it's interesting in New Orleans, February 25th was Mardi Gras day. And, you know, we knew about COVID-19, you'd heard about it, but that was only a couple weeks ago. And from then till now, where we were all at parades and in these huge gatherings. And then last week, last Monday, we had our first confirmed case and things have really 
really changed since then where at first we were just it would became an issue of testing. Well, we have a first confirmed case, but we're not really able to test other people because we don't have the testing available at that time. And that's still even an issue. <clears throat> Getting And yeah. question, sorry, Michelle. Yeah. Is, is, and it's true, right, that they don't have enough testing kits. There's not enough like, testing kits. Exactly. There, so you really have so, to... So, yeah. so at first when we thought, well, it's absolutely true that this, this uh, virus did as far as we know, originate in um, that certain province in China so that it was travel, travel associated at first. That's how we know from, from Seattle. That's what how the cases first came in. But what we were so limited in is at the time we were really only testing those people who had either the travel history or a known contact um, to a close contact of someone who was sick where we weren't that in that way, we weren't um, capturing the community transmission. So we weren't getting a grasp of how it's traveling from person to person because we weren't testing anyone else outside of that, those two pretty strict, um, you know, strict guidelines. So that was because of the limited availability of testing. So that's why we've really underestimated this because we had no idea how easily and how infectious it was. And that's now what we're grasping. Hey, Michelle, you know what, Ryan? I think you're going to yeah. go with me on this. Okay. This reminds me of Space Jam. Okay, Is how it does not, it... Not, not... Walk me through the plot of Space Jam again, <laughs> I please. I think there's a all dog right, well, involved. Let me That's take you back. Let me take you back. Let uh, me take you back. Are you thinking of Air Bud, Maybe Michelle? I'm thinking of Air Bud. That's, that's the no, dog can't... There's no rule in the book that says a dog can't play basketball. Dog can't play... No rule in the book. No, I'm talking about Space Jam with this Michael, Jordan, Michael and the, Jordan and the Looney Tunes. Gotcha. All right? So, remember, I think Space Jam It sounds like this. she hasn't seen it. But. No. <laughs> so, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. All right? So, the Monstars take... Power of five NBA players, Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, Muggsy Bowes, and two other basketball players I can't remember. Okay. But anyways, because of this happens, the NBA specifically cancels all basketball <gasps> games out of out of okay. the safety for their players. Oh, this and is there's like a this Nostradamus great scene. Thing. There's there's this great scene where they're like talking to the um talking to some people at the at the at a stadium like we're not going in there until you until we know that the locker rooms are clean you know and then one of the basketball players like yeah we don't know anything about this bacteria something like that could travel faster than the speed of light and like they put on gas masks to go change and play basketball you know they and now they're playing basketball to empty stadiums for march madness so that's all i'm saying dustin you've been so out of the loop they they canceled march madness dude they're not going to play. Oh, anymore. they're not even going to play anymore. All, all sports I am are canceled. Yeah, Dustin's been on vacation. All he sports. doesn't know what's happening. Oh goodness, that's crazy. I was. <laughs> yeah, yeah sports are you, over. Space yeah. Jam. Space Jam predicted it. Right. Yeah. And we don't even. And Michael Jordan's not in any shape to save us this time. No. Well, Michelle, uh. what is what is next week? Like, so you're talking about your friends who work in the ICU. What like? I mean, are we're you, talking exponential, geometric. Are you, are like, you gonna need to like be in the ICU next week? Is like that's what is that what it's looking like or no? I don't know. I, as far as I know, I think that has only happened in those countries that we mentioned that are overwhelmed, like Italy and Spain. I haven't heard of that happening in the U.S. Um, so I, but we've definitely been prepared for it and and told that that's a possibility. So we're all. Not expecting it, but we're 
prepared for it. You're as ready much as for we it. Can. Yeah. So, so it might be a situation where this lockdown that we're kind of going into now, uh, we're we're actually solving the problem. Right. No, exactly. Or, or, so that well, I they think talk about is the curve. So right? important the the social distancing. I think I just read um, a statement from one of the Italian doctors that uh, in his little town they did the lockdown from the beginning and they really saw things dramatically decrease within about eight days. Oh wow! Oh wow! So the, we, uh, Dustin and uh, I were arguing earlier how long this is going to last. So if we're really good about but, our protocols right now, it could be a lot shorter. I think so. I absolutely think so. Oh, great. I think, I think, you know, and then, but what if they're just not getting tested and they're still just as contagious? Uh, like I saw, we had an article in the AJC saying that uh, they're telling people with mild cases to not seek tests. Right. So, so even they might get sick, right? Right. And they're, they're still going to be contagious. Maybe they're, they're, they don't have fevers because because are are some symptoms not showing like you can not show all the symptoms and still be contagious and absolutely you could just we don't by sneezing coughing um not even everyone fever shows up pretty late for a lot of these patients actually so that um people can be infectious for a few days before they even have fever and are thinking that they could have this COVID-19. Um, but cough and short cough is probably the most common symptom that almost everyone mm-hmm. seems to have. And then when it progresses to shortness of breath, that's when you absolutely should go to uh, seek medical attention, really go to the ER. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you think we, so, I mean, I, I feel like I understand what we're supposed to be doing, but just to hear it from a doctor, what should we all be doing right now? Staying home, avoiding any, I, I would, as much uh, contact with people, keeping the six-foot rule, really only leaving for grocery shopping, anything necessary, um, I think is the best thing we can do, especially if you're sick. Be completely aware of sneezing, coughing, because we don't know how long this virus lives on surfaces is a big um, issue. So trying to that's why social distancing should really be effective for now till we can learn more and we can have more you know targeted advice once we learn more okay um and secretly michelle do you hope that dustin gets the disease because he stole your white elephant gift 15 years ago? <laughs> it's a virus it's a virus <laughs> the virus causes a disease or whatever do you hope dustin catches the virus no i don't wish this on anybody dustin do you still have the gift that you stole from michelle <laughs> yes of course <laughs> <laughs> oh i guess we should say i didn't say it michelle is my sister-in-law uh (laughs) how's the family how's my brother how are the kids everybody Um, good they're great um they're at home (laughs) you know having lots of fun not screaming or misbehaving at all being at home but yeah oh that's good (laughs) chris is actually in the room oh what oh chris okay never mind i saw i saw (laughs) i saw a wonderful news article that said uh chinese couples divorce rates are spiking during these quarantine times (laughs) Uh-huh. So I'm glad you're doing. I'm glad y'all figured it out. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess it's a good thing I'm still at work then, so we won't have to worry uh, about that. Um, do you have uh, before we let you go? Do you have um, anything else you want to say, or do you have a challenge idea for us 
while we're in lockdown next week. I don't know if you've thought of anything mm. or not. Darn. No, I haven't. Okay. Um, well, you can maybe you can call in. You can call, call in. Yes, I will. Oh, I'd love to do that. <laughs> what is the phone number, Dustin? <laughs> Seven two four do it pod. Yeah, and, and you can leave a voicemail, and we'll put you on the radio, Michelle. Perfect. Sounds good. I'll do that. Well, thank you so yeah. much, Michelle. Uh, I hope everything goes great there. Um, I hope people heed your warnings, stay home, and uh, don't overwhelm the hospital. Yes, exactly. Thanks so much for having me. This was fun. Thanks, Thanks Michelle. Okay. Bye. 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 See ya. Wow, that was uh, educational. Yeah, I feel like it, it. I think I knew a lot of that stuff, but it's nice to hear it from a doctor. Yep, and I think people needed to know it. So thank you, Michelle, for being on our dumb show. Appreciate it. Not dumb information though. Uh, the high five, right? Wash your hands. Cover your sneezes. Don't touch your face. Six feet away from people and binge netflix right yeah i mean it really seemed like social distancing no matter what was the big thing i feel like last week while we were doing it the don't touch your face thing was the thing then how did you do with not touching your face oh my gosh so i i went to see friends over the weekend uh to go skiing and uh going through the airport was kind of horrifying yeah um so like had hand sanitizer you know, always putting hand sanitizer on through the airport, you know, just trying to stay away from people. Um, the flights were, or the airport was not that crowded. Um, just super aware of everything that is touched. Right. For, for one, like you start to look at it um, and it was so difficult, right? The how many times we touch our face in a regular day uh, i don't know dude it's crazy i'd say like 500 times easily like yeah i never looked I, up I the numbers like, but i think it's a lot yeah i mean like i felt like when i was you know driving to the airport you know and just um i don't know all just the first half of the day at least a hundred times just like touching okay, yeah. ear because i'm thinking like if your face anything like your chin your ear around your eye your eyebrow like all that's your face and like yeah. just now talking about it like i'm itching like i can feel spots on my face like that <laughs> absolutely and i'm sure the listeners it. are too oh. i'm sure it's like really hard for them i'm sorry but don't touch your face is like oh I, my face itches everywhere <laughs> like i couldn't i couldn't handle it uh yeah i agreed like it there was a whole initial period of like how much do i touch my face Mm-hmm. Um, but then yeah. I noticed over the week, I think I scared myself enough about this virus and especially in the kind of work that I was doing, um, as a, yeah. as a server where I, t- I took it really seriously. Like I took like, Oh man, these like people are at risk. I really need to do my, my part in protecting them. So I was washing my hands. I mean, is I was doing the things that everybody I think wishes their waiter was doing. Mm-hmm. Which is mm-hmm. washing their hands almost after like every every time thing you I did. Something. Yeah. yeah, like almost every time I did something, within every like four or five minutes, my hands were going to be cleaned again. Um, yeah, and I, dude, I'm impressed with myself on this one. I really 
for the most part, didn't touch my face. I felt really gross all the time. I felt like a film almost mm-hmm. over my face. Mm-hmm. I really like the itches. Like that's like kind of an initial problem. But like then it just starts feeling icky. Like you want to like move the grease around on your face or whatever. And like oh, sure. um, I wouldn't do it. I caught myself once. I just like. I was feeling a little exhausted or something. I just wiped my hand from the top of my face to the bottom. And I was like, <laughs> oh, I was not supposed to do that. But I would, gross, al- I would allow gross. myself to, like, wash my hands, touch my face a bunch, and then wash my hands again. And I was like, okay, like. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I would wash my hands before, like, touching my face or brushing my teeth. But still, like, I'd find myself, like, touching my mustache. Oh, or, yeah. Like. Rubbing your beard. Oh. And I kind of allowed it in certain circumstances. So if I had like washed my hands and got in my car, then I would like touch my face in the car because I'm alone in the car now. And then like, but if you I... touch the outside of the car. You touch the car handle. You touch the steering wheel. Yeah, touch... but like, are you are you cleaning those? things? I had cleaned those things not, recently. Then... But yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. Like, there's a million like... holes here. So because so that was my thought, and I caught myself doing this at the ski resort. Like, on the chair lifts, you know, like, if I needed to take my gloves off, I take my gloves off often by just sticking one finger in my mouth and pulling my hand out of the glove. And right. I caught myself doing that. And I'm like, I'm hand sanitizing my hands. Oh. But can, I'm touching, like, right. the, the, the lifts. The glove is I'm touching, touching things, the, and then the, you're yeah, touching the, the glove. The glove, yeah. So then it's just like, oh, God. Yeah. And then I got, like, really nervous about everything I touched and, like... It's just, I don't know. And then, like, every time you put on your goggles or adjust your goggles, you know, my gloves are kind of scraping my face, my cheeks or whatever. So it's like I'm not I'm not sanitizing the things I'm touching. I, I'm only sanitizing my hands, but, like, our phone. I clean my oh, phone, yeah. but our phones are probably one of the most filthy things we carry around, you know? Yeah, um, and I, I think all of this goes to show how hard it is to keep things clean and why we're all at home now. And I think people get that, right? Yeah. Like, that it, <laughs> the thing that we thought last Wednesday was funny turned out to be so hard that everyone on earth had to stay in their house. Yeah. And people are now, people are now actively thinking about not touching their face or like wearing gloves all the time when they go out, you know? And yeah. then they're not hand sanitizing those gloves. You know, they're just still moving gloves around. Like, I, I feel like the people that are wearing gloves and masks are just kind of, you know, those those need to go to the people that are sick, that are confirmed sick, and they need to wear those. And then um, that would keep their spit in in the mask. In the if mask. If they cough and sneeze and stuff. You know, like... Yeah, don't, um, yeah, don't go by hoarding no, masks. And, and that's a... Yeah, but, and that's a culture gap because in asia like if you're sick you put you on your own mask like the people if you see people walking around in asia like in japan when i went a couple years ago if someone was sick you went to they japan it wasn't mask. a couple years ago man that was like six months ago that was last year yeah yeah a couple months ago a couple months ago like i said <laughs> This coronavirus has put us into a time warp. I feel like, uh, yeah, uh, it does. It does feel like uh, because everything has changed so fast. It's felt like we've been living this way for a long time. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a whole. Um, yeah, you've been home for a day, and it probably feels like you've been there a week. 
Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Are you ready to review this thing? I'm ready to review uh, the, the the face challenge. Let's do it. Let's do it. Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. This week is no different. Even though the entire world has changed, the system remains the same. Dustin, I feel like I made up this challenge. Did I? You. This was your challenge, yeah. Okay, so you made it up. the responsibility of creating a scale falls to you, sir. How, yes, how, sir. how are we going to review it? I'm thinking um, in... Times of trouble, uh, we we gotta look to our community, and we're gonna help each other. Mm-hmm. And if you're out of toilet paper, I'm gonna give you some of my toilet paper. Okay. And if you're if you're feeling if you if you're running out of hand sanitizer, I'm gonna help you out. Hell yeah, with hand sanitizer. So I'm gonna do our very first Deuterels podcast combination scale on a scale of. One to five pumps of hand sanitizer and one to ten sheets of toilet paper. Um, okay. How how many pumps and sheets would you give this challenge? If that makes sense. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna let you go first. You got it. I can do this so easily. <laughs> so, on a scale of like enjoyment, I'm gonna rate that from a uh, one to ten. Toilet paper squares. Okay. It was a number three because it was so hard, so stinking hard to not touch my face. I failed miserably. I should give it one sheets of toilet paper because, like I said, I caught myself sticking my hand in my mouth all the time and only later realizing, like, oh, this, okay, whatever. I'm not touching my face, but I'm <laughs> touching my face. <laughs> uh, without even knowing it so that but pumps of hand sanitizer five pumps of hand sanitizer because everybody needs to do this everybody needs to stop touching their face okay we cannot we can all do it it's really easy challenge to get involved with just don't touch your face don't touch your freaking face five pumps of hand five pumps of hand sanitizer one square of toilet paper five pumps of hand sanitizer on the um you know how I like to do things well, and I felt like I did yeah. this well, so it gave me a sense of achievement. Yes. So I'm going to give this a uh, seven squares of toilet paper because there were occasional failures in there, but so many successes that I, I could feel so smug about. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, not knowing it ahead of time, uh, yeah, this is totally a five pumps of hand sanitizer in the sense that we were at least trying to keep people safe in these difficult and yeah. dangerous times. Yeah, for for real. And if you do choose to do this, <laughs> you should, and you start using a bunch of hand sanitizer, I feel, found this the hard way. It dried my hands out really bad. And because I was skiing and my hands were cold, my hands got cracked. Oh. And now I got to wear a lot of lotion and my skin Aww. hurts. And now, because I wash my hands so much and my skin cracks, my hands are now vulnerable to diseases well i wish michelle was still here because i feel like maybe you're doing it too much okay i mean well, i there's gotta I, be a I limit probably was there's gotta be a limit right i don't know 
Who knows? I, I'm Who not a knows? doctor. I'm not my, a doctor. My sister-in-law's a doctor, not me. Well, maybe she'll give us a new challenge. Maybe she won't, but I've got a new challenge. Oh, what are we doing next week? Or for the remainder right, of this next, week? <laughs> the remainder of this week and maybe just for the rest of my life. Um, we're going we're gonna to keep talking about coronavirus. Uh, there was a lot of memes going around about people stealing and fighting over toilet paper, right? Yeah. Like, why is toilet paper shortage one of these things? these things yeah where did that come from scared uh scaring us i'll tell I you we to went to the grocery without... store and there was toilet paper there and i was like we don't need to buy it let's not do it we didn't buy it don't do it you don't need it so oh. i'm my challenge my challenge is to not use toilet paper don't use toilet paper yep. boom my boy i love this i love this challenge i've been on this don't use toilet paper cha- train for a week now i got a shower nice. right next so, to that toilet baby you got a shower, right? Yeah. You can do the shower. If we're all staying at home. I'm, I know. I think I'm going to hop on a, a bidet Ooh. challenge uh, myself. I think I'm going to order on Amazon a, uh, uh, they have bidets for like 30 bucks. Oh, let me so, see if I can get one. Yeah. See if they're available. I'm going to go that route. But if not, I've, I've gone without toilet paper on backpacking trips where, you know, you just, Give yourself an algene bath, if that makes sense. Ooh, baby. You know what an algene is, but no toilet paper. <laughs> All right. No toilet paper challenge. So this is going right. to be sort of a butt stuff episode next week. Yeah. No toilet paper. Yeah. I like it, dude. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, um, for men and women, there's a slight difference of lived experience here. And I think we yep. understand there's that. There's a little bit of privilege. Yeah. There's a little bit of privilege being a man. Yeah. But, uh, you know, we're going to do what we do, baby. We're a couple of boys. We're going to not use any toilet paper this week. Yeah. <laughs> Good challenge. Um, Dustin, where can people find us on Instagram if they want to look at our signs from last week or our clean hands this week? Yeah. At dude or else pod at dude on, or Instagram. Else pod on Instagram. And if they want to give us a phone call, yeah. yell at us, give us a suggestion, tell us all the things we were wrong about in this episode or any other, where, where can they call us? 724-DO-IT-POD. That's, it's just the easiest way. It's the easiest Everyone's way. Everyone's got a phone. You get yourself you on the show. Pause the podcast right now. Call in. Tell us how awesome Ryan is. Okay. Yeah. And we'll get, we'll get on the show. Give us a challenge. Say, <laughs> oh, all right. They're not going to say how awesome you are. You're awesome, no, Dustin. They You're they, awesome. They, they, they know. They already they know. They know. They know. <laughs> Okay, guys. And then we got snail mail. Don't forget snail mail. It's email, not snail mail. Snail mail comes from th- through the post. Do it or else pod at gmail.com is our email address. If you want to, I don't know, send us a Blue Apron gift card. Yeah. <laughs> send us some food. Because uh, Ryan yeah, is uh, unemployed. Yeah. Ryan, we're, we're doing a, a GoFundMe for toilet paper um, supplies for next week on the show. So. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Dustin, do you like want to sing a little song or no song in your heart this week? There is no song in my heart this week. You know where the song is where now? Is where is it? See my butt. Oh, you got a butt song? Mm-hmm. Bounce that booty like a basketball if you don't. Don't shake it at all. Bounce that booty like a basketball if you don't. Don't shake it at all. Don't shake it at all. 
Bounce that booty. Bounce that booty. I got a basketball booty. Just like Space Jam. Hey, but how about that? How about Space Jam calling out uh, coronavirus? You didn't. You didn't think. You didn't think that was gonna be like that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't expect you to use a doctor's time during these these precious moments before an infectious outbreak to discuss a movie. That's true. We got the we got the most of. Uh, we got the gist. We got the. We get it. I think Michelle. We get it, Michelle. Thanks a lot, gist. but we get it. <laughs> we get it. I mean, all right. Bye, baby. Gonna get bad. Oh wait. And as always. The winner of the slogan contest will be announced next week. <laughs>